0: I touched myself when no one else would. Now he touches me like no one else could. Alright, welcome to another episode of Sup Witches. Hello my babies, happy Tuesday. I hope everyone is enjoying their day and I hope everyone is ready for the holidays coming up. It really does not feel like it's gonna be Christmas Eve in two days uh, because of COVID and just the crazy weather I've been having over here on Long Island. The world just seems like there's no order right now. And I know it's a rough time, it's scary, Everyone's a little frantic because of the holidays, but just hang in there. Just stay in your center, stay grounded, and stay focused and present on you. And watch as the people around you do the same, because when we're coming from this energy where we are all frazzled and anxious. It will seem like everything around us is chaos and we'll just keep attracting hectic situations. And I've come to this realization, um, since I am currently unemployed and I've been working on manifesting my perfect job. Um, and it hasn't been happening lately until now, but I've come to this realization when I'm examining my behaviors and my feelings, my emotions, how I'm speaking about finding my dream job, I keep complaining about not having a job, about being unemployed. And I keep focusing on, why isn't my job here yet? I'm never going to get a job. Noticing its absence and really trying to force the happiness, force the gratitude. And you can't trick the universe Okay, (laughs) like humans think we are smart, but the universe is the all-knowing wise and mighty. So now I'm kind of shifting and I'm realizing I'm not going to talk about being unemployed anymore. So I'm not going to mention it anymore because if I keep focusing and concentrating and complaining on what's not happening, what I don't want, it's not here yet. I can't find anything. Well, guess what, baby? That's what you're going to keep attracting that's what I'm going to keep attracting. But anyway, I don't want to rant in too much. <laughs> Let's just jump right into today's episode where we're going to talk about sex, baby. So I am having the best sex of my life, and I hope you are too. But this will apply to you whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, marrying... It really doesn't matter if you're um, seeing someone or you're partnered, this really could be applied to anyone that is single, which I love. So I just wanted to share a little bit of a backstory um, about myself and my sex life. So believe it or not, I was not having great sex for a very long time. I have not always loved sex. Uh, it wasn't until 2015 where I really started focusing on human sexuality and sexology. And I really wanted, I figured out I wanted to make that my passion. That was my purpose and my mission. And I decided I wanted to become a sex therapist maybe three years ago, four years ago now. So before that, as I said, I used to hate Sex. I had a very negative, poor, toxic relationship with sex. I dreaded sex. I thought I was actually asexual for about a year or two because I had no sexual desire whatsoever. I lost all of my libido. And, you know, if this is you, I would suggest consulting with a medical doctor. Um, but it could be due to so many things, medication, um Depression, where your mental health is at, your physical health. But for me, as someone that experienced a tremendous amount of sexual abuse and trauma around my sexuality, interpersonal trauma, a bunch of shame around my body. I had bulimia and eating disorder for 10 years. And it was really hard to enjoy sex because I was so self-conscious. And anytime I did have sex, It was usually uh forced upon me and i felt coerced into it so i started really loathing sex i thought my body was a weapon used against me um women are traditionally conditioned to think we have to be these sex bombs a sex item and we are objectified and We really are only valued for what we can offer to a man, at least in America. I'm sure all my ladies can relate. So I feel a lot of us have this negative um, view of sex and everything in the United States is sexualized, even young children are sexualized um now 13 year olds are looking like they're 23 and it's just very dysfunctional all around we are told that we need to be sexy and fuckable at all times but if we do have sex then we're a skank or we're dirty or we should be ashamed of it so it's all twisted and just completely stigmatized there's so many false stereotypes surrounding sex and sex myths that need to be busted, especially in the religious community. So uh, growing up, I started exploring my sexuality around the age of 13, I think was when I started um, fiddling the skittle, (laughs) so to speak. Um, Ladies, if you are, if you identify as a female, what do you use to say masturbate? Because I feel like I don't, completely love the word masturbate for whatever reason and I know a lot of girls use different things like tickling the skittle or something so feel free to tell me what lingo you use but yeah so I started exploring around 13 probably in middle school and I didn't have sex for the first time until I was 18 years old and um then after that, I really was on this roller coaster of up and downs with my sexuality. Um, I was assaulted for the first time when I went off to college my first semester. So it really set the stage for this poor image of sex that I felt I had. Owed people sex. I felt if I hung out with someone, if I went on a date, I was obligated to have sex with them. It didn't feel equal. It always felt more one sided. And then when I entered into um, my relationship at 21, my boyfriend was a sex addict. And I will go into sex addiction um, more in the future. I wanted to talk about dating a sex addict. Um, it was very abusive sexually. And I actually developed, um, cancer. If you've been listening to my shows, you know, I developed, um, cervical cancer. And during that relationship, I actually contracted HPV. Um, believe it or not, one in three people will have or have had an STI in their life. And HPV is one of the most common, particularly for women. Um, but, your immune system can heal it, so I no longer have it. I go get it checked out every year or before or after I've slept with someone. So just be careful, um, have safe sex. Unlike me, I've had a lot of unsafe sex in my life, but hey, I'm still kicking and I'm learning. So 21, I was in that relationship where my boyfriend didn't care if I said, no, I don't wanna have sex. It was really whenever he wanted to have sex, wherever very risky, um, and destructive behavior. So after that relationship, I really became a shell of myself. I started fearing my body. Um, I really couldn't find much pleasure. Sex had become immensely painful physically and mentally. And I was assaulted by a self-defense instructor about a year or two after that relationship. So i have just had many negative encounters. And my last relationship I've had so much unsatisfying sex, um, it wasn't bad, but it it definitely wasn't, um, mutually enjoyable, and I actually, um, it's funny because I asked my boyfriend the other day, we were going through these questions, and I was like, who's the most toxic person that you've known? And he answered, and then it was my turn, and I was like, honestly, I've been the most toxic person that I've known, um usually in a toxic relationship it's 50 50 or at least 60 40 um we all have a part to play and i can be tremendously toxic i know that i know what i'm capable of and i'm trying to keep that shit under control so my point to that was in my last relationship um before my baby nick um I use sex as a tool, which a lot of women do, whether it's conscious or unconscious. We will use it as kind of like a bargaining, bartering tool, um, where we withdraw sex from our partner when we're mad at them to use it to punish them. And it's really, um, it's not fair to either party. Of course, when you do have sex, you should both want to have sex. That goes without saying. Consent is literally everything. If it's not a hell yes, then you should probably refrain from having sex because you will harbor resentment and anger and just seethe in <laughs> in passive aggressiveness as I did. So I stopped having sex with him towards the end of our relationship. And it wasn't, I think part of it had to do with um, the fact that I wasn't sexually attracted to him anymore. I started developing more platonic feelings towards this person and I really wasn't physically attracted to him anymore. Um, You know, I should have ended the relationship, granted, but I stayed and we all have our own path and I had to go down that journey. So that leaves me to about February, March, if any of you have been keeping up with the podcast, you know, I went through a Dry Spell. Um, I went almost, it felt like 80 years without sex, um, but I did go until October without having sex and I just felt sex hungry. Luckily, um, I'm a very sexual person, so I know how to pleasure myself and please myself, which I did. Um, so when I had sex in October... It was mostly be- out of desperation because I felt like I was really craving sex, and many women, a lot of men, have sex for the physical aspect because they think a girl's hot, or they just want to come to to come. Essentially, a lot of women will have sex um, because we are wired and programmed to please our partner. We do it because we feel that's how we're going to keep our partner. And we do it because we want to feel wanted and desired and beautiful. And I think that was the case with me in October. I was really just, I had a bone thrown at me, literally, figuratively. Um, And I just took it because I felt like, I don't know, I wanted to, it was an ego boost. It was definitely a self-esteem confidence thing. So then I meet Nick, my sweet angel who i have nothing bad to say about whatsoever i am head over heels obsessed with him and thankfully now i'm having the best fucking sex of my life and i want to share with you ways to keep your sex life engaged keep it hot keep it fucking magical and fantastic and as a woman when at least with nick Um, and all of my past partners. A majority of women, if you already don't know this, will not orgasm during sex. It's just the way that our body is created, unfortunately, but that doesn't mean that we can't have great sex even if we don't climax. And I've rarely ever orgasmed during sex. Maybe a handful of times I can count on my hands um, and then I typically will go take care of myself after, which is totally fine. I can still enjoy that connection and that experience with the person. Um, It's really when you have sex, it's a way to bond. And I would really suggest, I'm saying really a lot during this podcast. I apologize. I try to catch myself, but then I listen to an answer and I'm like, fuck, it's too late. But use sex as a bonding tool to get closer and share an intimate moment with your partner to connect. So what nick and i did we've only been dating like a month and i know it feels it feels like i've known him so much longer because um our souls are just that compatible but what we did was we created a sex bucket list and i would suggest this if you are in a relationship this will be the first part if you're in a relationship create a sex bucket list, things that you want to try, things for 2021, maybe that you want to explore. And it doesn't have to be crazy things like swing. I'm not saying swinging is crazy, but it doesn't have to be extreme. It's your relationship, whether you're in a monogamous or a polyamorous relationship or whatever you are in open. Um, Personally, I choose not to be because I'm too insecure for that. But if you are more power to you. Um, So it could be anything. It could be one thing you want to try a month. It could be 10 things, three things. You want to try that year. Just keep exploring because I got to tell you, a lot of times many of us will have the same sex over and over and over and over again. And it becomes really fucking boring, really fucking fast. I could get very tired of sex pretty quickly if we're not trying out new things, if it's the same thing, if it's the same position, the same place, the same time, you have to spice it up and it doesn't have to be anything insane. It could quite literally be having sex in the morning instead of night. It could be having sex in your bedroom instead of the kitchen or start having it in the living room instead of the bathroom, like whatever. It could be anything because humans crave spontaneity we crave things being different and we crave excitement and there's a word that Esther Perel who writes amazing she has amazing literature and work when it comes to um, like sex in marriages and relationships and why people cheat and things like that infidelity. she has incredible work so I would highly recommend checking it out but we need to change it up Something that I love, um, that I incorporate into my sexual acts as often as I can is lube. Lube isn't just for women that are like 60 years old and drying up. Lube makes sex a zillion times better. And I, like Dr. Emily Morris, if you're familiar with sex with Emily, believe every couple, every person should have a bottle of lube on their nightstand, whether you're playing with someone else or you're engaging in solo sex lube makes everything better guys stop using the lubriderm that shit is not great (laughs) and girls definitely should not lubriderm should not be anywhere near the female anatomy i ordered a bottle of woo lube um woo more play is the brand I will actually be getting it tomorrow, so I will let you know how that goes. But right now, I'm using um, a bottle called Sex Stuff by Love Wellness, and I would suggest incorporating lube into your sexual rendezvous. Another one, I'm actually going to read y'all my bucket list with Nick that I made, and we're checking it off as we go. So we have 10 things um, Sex bucket list, 169. Two, feel free to steal any of these or incorporate them into your sex routine. Two, massage candle, which we did, so I can check that off. Three, tying up or handcuffs. Four, blindfold five shower sex <laughs> funny story about that six phone sex seven dirty talk eight and vibrators nine butt plugs and ten anal so we've checked off a couple of things so far in this bucket list and it's been uh, guys i can't i won't for nick's own privacy but the sex is so good <laughs> I, there's nothing i love more than having sex with my boyfriend because it's it's honestly so fucking hot and I hope you are having hot sex too but try a new position everyone has their own favorite position and the way to explore this is to talk about it if you don't have communication in the bedroom your sex life is gonna suck your partner's not gonna know what you want when you want it at all times guys actually love being directed what I've learned guys love when you're like oh a little bit more to the left a little bit more to the right because we don't learn these things every vulva is like a butterfly they're like snowflakes crafted so differently and if you don't learn if you don't have someone to teach you if you don't explore and you don't communicate your likes and dislikes and harder softer they're gonna think they're doing everything right and you don't want to have to rely on faking orgasms because that's not fair or fun of course if you talk about it and your partner says yeah it's fine fake an orgasm by all means you do you but i i talked to nick about this i'm like listen i'm not gonna fake an orgasm for your ego stroke because that doesn't do anyone any favors if you're faking it." which we've all done. I've faked my fair share of orgasms in my life. I'm basically a pro. Um, But that person will never get better and your sex life will take a dive as a result. Um, So just communicate, talk about what you like, what you want to try, what you've tried that maybe you don't like and set boundaries, of course. If something feels good, feel free to revisit it. If something does not feel good and it's a, a deal breaker for you, then don't do it and let your partner know. Maybe go to a sex store together that's on Nick and I's um, to-do list. We're going to go to a sex story store together. That would be fun. Just be open, open open-minded and adventurous and communicate. That's really, really, really important is to communicate. If someone wants sex more than the other, try to come to a compromise. Um, Someone might have a higher or lower sex drive than others. I know my sex drive is pretty strong, but that brings me to my next point. If you are not in a relationship, you can still have magical sexy steamy sex tonight with yourself um solo sex so important I try to do this every day it really helps me fall asleep and it keeps me tamed um because my sex drive is pretty high I would say but you can engage in sex with yourself if you're not in a relationship ladies Ladies, ladies, if you do not have a sex toy, if you've never gone to a sex toy shop or you don't have a vibrator, get your head out of your ass. (laughs) I mean that in the sweetest, kindest way possible. Get your head out of your ass. You are missing out on so much fun. Don't be ashamed. So many women have so much shame surrounding sex. They think that their bodies is for other people and they can't even touch themselves or they can't even look at themselves. Look at yourself naked in the mirror, sis. Spread those lips wide open. Look at yourself. You're beautiful. You are a fucking work of art learn to explore yourself there's no shame in your body whether you're 10 pounds or a thousand pounds we're all different and i really invite you to connect with yourself because when you develop that physical intimacy with yourself you will notice that everything starts to shift and when we heal our sexualities we heal our lives so try a different sex toy Go to the the store or look online. Find something that works for you. If you've been doing the same thing, repetition can get boring pretty fast. So spice it up. Change it up. I treated myself to a new vibrator on Black Friday. I highly suggest the Womanizer. As many of you know, that is my favorite toy. It's (laughs) life-changing. It really feels like oral sex on steroids. I wish i loved oral sex i know a lot of women like oral sex more than like sex or fingering i don't really like being fingered i find it doesn't do anything for me i really don't like oral sex that much too i don't hate it but i don't love it i know a lot of women love it The Womanizer is basically the best oral sex you will ever have with yourself. (laughs) and You don't need to leave your house to get it. Um, They're a little up there in price. They're probably like a hundred plus dollars. Highly recommend, worth every single penny. I've had about four in my life treat yourself to a new sex toy. If you would spend $80 on getting your nails done, spend eight, invest in yourself, in your wellness, in your self-care, and just take some time to feel sexy. Light a candle, maybe massage some oil and lotion over your body, and just close your eyes and explore, feel yourself. And when you learn the cracks and crevices of your body, so to speak, you will be that much better adapt, act one of those words to convey that and communicate that with a partner in the future because so many women are having horrible unsatisfying unfulfilling sex because they don't even know what turns themselves on. And when you start to read each other's bodies and you really vibe in that way and you really care about pleasing the other person, you will have the best sex ever. So get a little wild, get a little crazy, leave all the judgment at the door. Don't worry about sounding stupid or looking stupid, just be a free spirit in the bedroom. And I promise you... Your sex life will go to the next level. So basically, all in all, change it up, whether it's with yourself or whether it's with someone else. Maybe put some music on. If you've never had sex to music, see if you like it. If you've never tried a certain position or a certain toy, incorporate toys into the bedroom. Obviously, respect each other's boundaries. <laughs> um, and tell your partner what you like. To show yourself what you like. Learn what you like. And your sex will get better even if it's just one percent better it's also about chemistry and connection um some bodies just fit better together than others but really let all of that shit go allow yourself to be happy and this isn't related to sex but when it comes to letting shit go yesterday i was driving to nick's house i was on the way to my Boothang's house and i as many of, I'm sure some of you can relate, nostalgia, especially when it comes to music. There are certain songs that have come out at certain times of the year, and maybe a song came out when you just start dating someone. So this was the case for me um, with the song Circles by Jana Kramer and Heartbeat by Carrie Underwood. They came out in like 2015 when I started dating my abusive ex. And for maybe four years, five years, scratch that, up until last night, I was not able to listen to those songs without having a full on panic attack, without my PTSD getting triggered and just crying and feeling so horrible because it made me think of that time in my life. Well, last night I was like, no, Lauren, You used to love these songs at some point, so you're going to listen to them. And I just gave myself full permission to enjoy those songs, to love those songs again. And now I allowed myself to let them make me happy, to let them remind me of new love, and to even add them to Nick's playlist. I made him a playlist of songs. And I said, this person consumed, what, five years of your mental energy of your life? And this person is not worth an iota of space in your mind anymore. Don't give him another day. Don't give them the satisfaction of you punishing yourself, of you not doing things you used to love because it brings back bad memories. Allow yourself to let go. It is okay to release it now. So just release surrender something let go whether it's a past partner it's old lovers it's past bad sexual experiences allow yourself to move through it to feel it and to let it go and when we start to transform everything around us will start to change including our sex lives so give yourself permission and i dare you to have the best sex ever tonight just be in the moment be vulnerable be raw be naked and be real and just have fun because you deserve to have great sex. Humans deserve to have great sex. We are allowed to enjoy sex. We are allowed to have sex on our terms. Don't let society shame you into thinking that sex is dirty or sex is wrong. God gave us our private reproductive organs for a reason. So enjoy yourself and learn to just be free. Give love, share love, and you will get love in return. Thank you for listening. I'll try to release something on Christmas Eve or before then. Um, I've been promising going into communicating with the other side for a little while, and I've just been trying to um, really make it the best episode ever. So I feel this pressure on myself (laughs) to make it absolutely perfect. But you all know me. I am completely unscripted, and this is just whatever comes to my mind at the second. So thanks for listening again. You can follow me on Sup Witches Podcast on Instagram. You can message me there. I'm thinking of creating a website because I want to make this a community. I want to make this interactive, possibly a Facebook group. Um, Let me know if you are interested in that. Thanks again for listening. If I don't talk to you before Christmas, um, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, I love you so much. Be in the moment, be present, be happy, and have a wicked day.